Welcome to the Monday Nights Podcast. Anchored in sobriety. We're a group of men building real connection and relationship. Going after the things that make us fully alive. If that's what you're looking for, you're in the right room. Hey guys, welcome to Monday Night's Podcast. I'm Eli. And I'm Shay. We are glad you're here with us. We're going to talk a little bit um, today about who we are and um, what we're about and what you can expect from Monday Night's Podcast. Uh, I'll give you a little bit of a history and tell you a little of our stories and we'll, we'll dive in. So Monday Night's Podcast is the two of us, a couple of guys, and we'll, we'll have guests on later. Um, talking about this thing we call Monday night, which is uh, a room uh, a room of guys, a group of guys that, that started meeting um, about 11 or 12 years ago, started as a, a couple of guys on a ball field, actually, uh, guys who needed to, to do relationship. And it grew uh, quickly and, and um, sizably. You know, there's any Monday night, there are uh, a couple of hundred guys that meet and, um, and specifically break into small groups, and we'll talk about that more later, but, um, and, and go after the stuff that really matters. Hmm. And on, on Monday night, any given Monday night, you can hear laughter and tears and lots and lots and lots of hugs. Um, it's a room that's different than any other room I personally have been in. And, you know, growing up in the church, growing up in various men's ministries or men's groups and things. Uh, this, this is very, very different. And I knew it the, the first night that I walked in the room and it's changed our lives in a, in a massive way. And over the, the last uh, handful of years that we've been in the room, we've learned a lot, learned a lot about ourselves, learned a lot about um, just being men and, and how to grow up and kind of step into a wholehearted living. And so, that's what we're about, and Monday Night's podcast is an opportunity for us to unpack some of those concepts and things that we've learned and, and share uh, share with you, whether you have a room that you can meet with guys um, right now or not, we will challenge you to, to grow and, and move in that direction. So that's who we are. That's what we're about, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll dive in, so. So Shane, tell me a little bit about your, uh, you know, experience, where you were, why you joined group, what brought you in the room and, and, um, and what that, what that's looked like over the last uh, few years. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I grew up in the church and uh, conservative fashion and struggled with porn and addictive behavior, compulsive numbing out and escaping, hiding, um, until I found the room when I was 24. So I did everything I knew to do before that, read every book, you know, led accountability groups, did the retreats, and nothing seemed to work. I, I couldn't maintain any length of what we call sobriety in, um, Sexual purity, but it, it went deeper than that. There, come to find out, that was just the tip of the iceberg for me. Uh, that was the, you know, the the fruit of the tree, so to speak. Um, so, what brought me into the room? You know, I started in 2012, uh, about eight years ago. And uh, Eli, you were my my group leader, my first group leader. Yeah. <laughs> Your uh, protege here. Um, 
but yeah, I wandered into into Monday nights, and I was in a pretty pretty rough spot. I had been married uh, just over a year, gone through a lot of painful painful times that first year, and I didn't have a lot of answers, and that was very humbling for me, having grown up in the church, college educated in social work and the humanities, uh, been through twelve step groups, counseling everything I could think of. And I still had no answers. I didn't know what to do. And I showed up on that Monday night and I just said, okay, I surrender. You know, I hope you guys know what you're talking about because I'm running out of options and I, I have to figure this out and, or else, you know, that was kind of my, my thought. Um, so I sat down in an Eli's group and I just basically just got vulnerable. And for the first time, I quit caring about looking like I had it all together. And I, I let go of this performance-based thinking that basically ruled my life and forced me into this dependency of having to look good, having to have to have the answers. And I, I just sat there and I cried, I don't know how many weeks in a row, months in a row, and just let the tears out, let the grief out, let the depression out, let the hurt out, you know? And the craziest thing happened. The craziest thing that I didn't expect, I actually got free. And I've been free since then, and it changed my life. And it's crazy because the little voice in your head tells you, hey, you, you can't say that thing. Like, they're, they're not going to believe you. It's not safe. Like, this is, this is only, you know, something to journal about. Um, but the opposite was true. And that's a beautiful part of the room is that being truly vulnerable to the right people and in the right place at the right time can actually help you find real acceptance, you know? And it and it's when you share the scary things and the ugly things and the, the things you swore you'd never share that you actually get to be known and find forgiveness and forgive others. And so that started my journey in the room. And... Um, I mean, as you know, Eli, it was, uh, <laughs> it was not easy and it was not a straight path. You know, it was definitely windy and lots of ups and downs for me. Um, but it saved my marriage. It changed my life and I'd never be the same again. And if I had to go back and do it again, I'd pay any amount of money and I'd yeah. do it all over again because it, it it helped make me into the man I am and it's so different than the boy I was. So yeah, that's a little bit about me and uh, and what brought me into the room. And we're gonna dive into you know how the room works and all that kind of stuff eventually. Uh, we're just excited to to have you guys here. So thanks for joining us. Thanks for uh, just listening to our stories. Maybe something makes sense to you. 
but we're just pumped to to finally do this. I know Eli, you and I have been talking about doing this for a long time, and um, yeah. it's just exciting to finally to finally get to to give Monday night its due. You know. Um, so tell me, Eli, tell me about your story. You're my group leader, but uh, tell us what, how'd you get to the room? What was that like for you? You know, give me some, some juiciness. Yeah. So, um, I, I first walked in the room 10 years ago now, I guess, um, 10 years ago next month. And, um, at the time I was, I was a mess late twenties and had I was in complete denial of my addiction. I've been addicted to porn and masturbation since about twelve, you know. Yeah. Um, with some very brief periods of, of sobriety, you know, six months a year or so, um, a year there. But more or less, I was I was just on my own, um, completely unknown in that way. I was not was not transparent or vulnerable with anybody in my life and it was an absolute mess. So um, when I came in the room, I actually took me three weeks to officially get into the room. I sat in the parking lot sweating and, you know, breathing, just just absolutely terrified to walk in because I knew when I did, if if I went in, I, I had to be honest. I had to, you know, face things and, I didn't realize I didn't want to until I'm sitting there looking at the doors and watching the guys walk in. And I didn't, the first night I sat in the parking lot and then left, you know? Yeah. Um, and finally got in. And for me, it was, um, I didn't know, I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know what my problem was. I didn't know that, you know, I didn't have a, a porn and masturbation problem. I had a everything else problem, <laughs> I had a relationship problem. I had, you know, I was, so perfect. I was a compulsive buyer. I was, passive to all degree. I was super insecure. Like I didn't, I didn't realize I didn't not, I mean, I knew, I knew there was stuff there, but, um, I really did genuinely think, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty good guy. I'm, I'm all right. You know, I just have this little, little thing, just, you know, going for, you know, you know, and get this yeah. one little thing care of and then I'm the best guy you could know, you know, everything else is perfect. And, uh, I get in the room and I realize it's not, it couldn't be farther from the truth. It's like, Oh, actually that's this, little symptom out there that we're not even going to, we're not even going to worry about almost like we're not, that is not the focus of, of everything because you've got to overhaul your entire you know engine. And uh, mm-hmm. so that was, that was rough for me at first to just to realize, you know, as stuff started to, you know, week after week, as stuff started to come up and, and I started to face things and realize, and this is going to be, this isn't a six month, you know, Get, get out of jail kind of thing. And, and then I'm all good and go back and be this perfect man. This is, this is a commitment for us and I. So for me, I mean, facing the, the lying was probably the hardest thing. Um, when, I mean, we have an absolute value for honesty and vulnerability and transparency in the room, right? Like that's yeah. nothing else works without that. Everything else kind of falls apart. And when, my group leader started challenging me to you know, tell the, the truth and the full truth and be transparent. And it, I, it just it hit this thing that I didn't realize I had been a compulsive liar for, you know, my entire adult life, and wow. most of junior high and high school. I was, I was caught in the pattern of false self putting, putting you know, forth, putting forth a, a false self. And, yeah. um, and so, man, 
stripping that down and getting getting naked and honest and real with these guys was painful and scary. And then they hugged me and cried with me, and we moved on. And I said, oh, going, wait a second, they didn't reject me. I told them the true me. I showed them how ugly it was underneath, and they didn't reject me. They actually embraced me physically, emotionally. They embraced me and invited me back. Like that that wrecked me. That changed me. And at that point, I was I was hooked. It's like, okay, this is it. I'm in. Whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do it, and I'm in for the long haul. So and, cool. You know, ten years later, I'm you know have led a number of groups and. Yours was my first. So, um, <laughs> well, we, I think you did a good job. <laughs> yeah, well, with at least one guy. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I, I, uh, yeah, that's that's my story, and, and it's it's been for me that you wouldn't you absolutely would not know me. Hmm. Like you would, I'm I'm not the same person at all. I was passive. I couldn't, you know, public speaking was absolutely. I couldn't confront anybody. I couldn't have any real conversations whatsoever now i mean i've got you know, later on in other episodes i'm sure i'll share i've got some crazy stories of confrontation where i'm good like, i'm totally fine you got nothing on me and <laughs> and obviously public speaking is not only not a problem but i, I love it and i'm great at it and yeah. I'm just a completely different person um leading at work you know li- literally leading teams yeah. managing that so yeah that's that's my story and i'm i'm uh I'm committed to the long haul, and I feel in this kind of whatever season, chapter, whatever you want to call it, um, it, it's like that was just the beginning. Like that was I just got started. I've got so much more, you know, to go, and, and uh, I'm excited about it. So awesome! That's my that's my story. So we we talked a little bit about the room and small group. Um, Shay, tell us about some of the other aspects. What what is Monday night? Mm-hmm. What do we do? What what's uh, you know what are the key components? Yeah, absolutely. So Monday night takes place uh, in a variety of rooms actually across the country and the globe now. But it started with one group really um, on the West Coast, and it's it's branched out from there as guys have left and and started their own group. So on any given Monday night, you're going to have a group of guys that commit to showing up every single week religiously every single week at the same time at the same place and for a lot of the same reason and it may look on the outside like just about every other men's group church service you know kind of a thing there's usually some kind of worship set you know intro kind of a thing there's prayer there's testimonies and then Somebody in the room gets up and and gives a short message, most of the time telling a lot of testimonies, most of the time, you know, just basically explaining his experience and the stuff that he's learned and and how he got better and why he's different. And then after that, if there's any new people, you know, we kind of help break stuff down and kind of help them get into a new group if they're ready. Um, and then we literally do small group and that is the main event. You know, we, we have the other stuff that I just call like the salad dressing or maybe the foreplay. Um, yeah, that's good. and that, that basically just warms us up for small group and it's good stuff. Like the worship set, the message, we also play a game 
that's pretty awesome and and really fun. But it's it's not the heart and soul of what we do. You know, it's the the supplemental stuff. And at the end of the day, if if we had to pick or choose, one hundred percent of the time we're gonna choose small group and sitting down with with six guys and a group leader in a circle and just doing what we do. And it may seem, like I said, like very generic, very mundane, you know, like it, it sounds like a very standard pattern. Um, but it's really, it's really not. And it's really different. And you better be freaking ready, you know, when you sit in that circle because it's coming at you. You know, it's, it's not, not a passenger sport to put it bluntly. And it's going to cost you a a lot of groups actually literally cost you money to join and it will cost you all of your comfort. It will cost you all of your security and it will cost you more than you ever thought you had to offer. And that's the beautiful part is because it'll stretch you and it's super, super fun and, and really great. So those are just some of the basics, you know, of, of what the room is. But like I said, the heart and soul is small group. Um, Eli, can you break down a little bit about, you know, what it looks like after you get in group? Like, what does this, this journey yeah. look like? Why would it matter? And, and how is it different than any other small group out there? Yeah, we, we, uh, we like to tell guys, if, if you think this room is safe, you're, you're wrong. You're <laughs> mistaken. This is not, it's not safe. You are not safe here. Now, is there confidentiality? Yes. Are you protected from? So, yeah, but, but it's not safe. Like, it, it's dangerous to get in. And, um, and that's, that's a, a key thing. This is, this is real. We're, we're going to go after the real hard stuff and we're going to, we're not going to hold back. We're not going to pull back when you get uncomfortable. We're going to lean mm-hmm. into it and we push each other to be better and get better. And we use that, that terminology a lot. You know, guys that come in the, in the room, introduce them. And I say, look, you've got to have something that you're willing to, you know, sacrifice to, to work on mm-hmm. to get better. You have to have something you're identifying. This is what I'm getting better. And so we, we start in rooted, being rooted in sobriety, sober minded. Yeah. And the reason for that, I mean, obviously, sexual purity is a massive issue. Porn is, is rampant in everywhere, but certainly in the church. And so, like, let's let's go after that. You know, that's yeah. that's going to get ninety percent of the guys, ninety five percent of the guys who come in the room. That's where they start. That's great. That's that's not your issue, but that is where we're going to start because that's going to be the barometer of where you. That's that's the check engine light of what's going on, mm-hmm. and you know, helps us identify what's really going on. So we we go after that hard. You know, guys get in the room and it's. You know, first, first week, come back next week in pain. That mm-hmm. means don't do what you did last week to numb out. Let the pain get, you know, yeah. surface. And don't do whatever you're doing numbing out. Right. Games, porn, alcohol, drugs, whatever it is. And then from from a place of sober-minded living in some way, once you actually start, you know, whatever, washing your brain and, and getting present and you can actually touch and feel people around you, we, we pursue connection. Yeah, and real connection, not connection from like, hey, let's go hang out, let's spend time together. Nothing wrong with those, but connection from a place of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. You know my deepest, darkest secret, and you're engaged in a relationship with me, and I'm engaged with you, and we really know each other, and therefore we can build real connection and stand together. You know, connection that looks like guys at the you know, front line of the uh, of, of war, arm in arm, charging forward, not 
you know, some golf club where we see each other on Sundays and cheer each other on and we have no idea that our marriages are on, you know, the yeah. rocks and our kids are yeah. whatever, right? It's like real no, being known. Um, and then we challenge guys to move. Like we sober, connected, and moving. Like if you don't do anything with, you, you start getting better and you actually, I mean, I would say you almost can't avoid it. You can't avoid getting some kind of forward motion once you get, you know, sober and you're connected and you're moving. It, it kind of forces you into it. But we, we really expect that and challenge ourselves mm-hmm. to get moving. And moving looks like, you know, succeeding in business and or in the workplace in, in some ways, succeeding with family and kids and ministry if you're, if you're in some type of ministry. Yeah. Um, actually succeeding in life, being a, a positive change agent in whatever you know, arena you're, you're in, um, because that's what we're called to do as men, right? We're not yeah. called to sit back and just be good little trick boys and, and not sin. We're, we're, we are meant for action and meant for um, movement. And so that's the real, that's the, the core of what we do and why we, why I see why we're different. All the other kind of mechanisms that go on are great. Um, but, but we really, we lean into those things as a core and, and go after it. And that, that's what, um, you know, that's what keeps guys coming back. That's what gets guys better. So. Yeah, that's great. Hey, man. Really good stuff, Eli. Thanks, man. And, um, some other things we want to just quickly go over is we're, we're kind of getting rolling with the podcast here. Um, Eli and I have, have kind of lined out kind of the next season of what we want to talk about. And we got a lot of good stuff coming. We're excited for you guys and we're excited just to do this. You know, like I said, it's, it's been a long time that Eli and I have been great friends and, and we love this stuff. We love getting better. And so we want to share that with you. Um, so stay tuned for the following episodes and we're going to bring those to you every week. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun and we're going to break down not only the kind of the macro level, the, the big abstract concepts, but we're going to break down the very practical, the very basic, the very everyday stuff that you can do to actually practice what we're talking about. Uh, the last thing we want to do is just give you a bunch of theory and fancy words so that you can check something off your list and feel good and then forget about it later. You know, that's, yeah. that's the, the last thing. Um, if anything, we want to capture the culture of the room on Monday night. We want to give you a taste of it. We want to help build that into you so that the next, the very next thing that you do is you go grab three, four or five buddies and you listen to this and then you go after it. You know, that's the whole purpose and the whole point of what we want to do with this podcast is by no means this supposed to replace Monday nights or is, is this, you know, the actual thing. This is just, you know, a reflection of the awesomeness that Monday nights is. And if we can help paint a picture for you, if we can give you vision for that, and dive deep into some of the details, kind of give you a behind the scenes look, you know, we want to encourage you to go do this stuff. And that means sitting down with other guys and a group leader and practicing. So by no means are we, are we here to, you know, supplant that. And we'll, we'll tell you that over and over and over again, nothing that we say will work until you do what we do, you know, cause that's how we got here. 
So um, like I said, we're excited to do that. It's a beautiful process and I can't wait for you to join us. So thanks for being here and we will look forward to next week. So thanks so much. Yeah.